0: I am Patrick Reynolds, founder of Kenzai, and this is Welcome to Your Body. In this podcast, we try to diagnose what is going wrong with people's fitness efforts, help them understand there's few simple mistakes they're making. And today, we're going to give a little love, a little attention, to a group of people that doesn't get a lot of love from the fitness industry. And this is what I call the indifferent eater. Now, usually I try to research everything I say to you and give you the most up-to-date scientific information I have. On this topic, I don't have a lot of information, a lot of solid scientific data. A lot of this is shooting from the hips based on me working with thousands of people over the years and coming across this issue again and again. There are essentially four types of eaters in my mental spectrum. On one end of the scale, we have the gourmands. Pardon me. Do you have any great Poupon? These are the people that will go to lunch with you and they will say, oh, can you taste how the caramelized balsamico is contrasting with the fats in the Asiago cheese? Wow, what a great chef, this kind of thing. And they'll also be really harsh if the food's not meeting their standard. There's kind of people are great. I love the gourmands. Uh, you go for it. I'm not there myself, but I appreciate the passion. Then we have just kind of normal foodies, people that, you know, really like food, they think about food, they plan, you know, where should I go for lunch? They talk about it with their friends. Food is is, is something they enjoy, part of their life. Then you've got the kind of, um, I call them chow hounds. They're just ready to eat. They don't care. Give me whatever. I'm I'm happy with whatever you have, but I'm hungry. Oh God, these are good. Uh, can you leave some for us? (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were um trying to lose weight. Lay off me, I'm starving! Then we have the final group, and that's what we're talking about today. The indifferent eaters. And these are the people, there are not many of them, about I'd say 15% of the population. Again, we're just shooting from the hip today, not, not too much science. These are people that don't really like food. Of course they, they eat, and they enjoy eating but they don't let food take up too much of their mental space. These are the kind of people that will forget to eat. I can tell you, <laughs> I've forgotten a lot of things in my life. I've forgotten my keys, my wallet. I've forgotten birthdays of family or whatever. I've never forgotten to eat. This isn't something that does not happen. When my body's hungry, it puts the brakes on. If I'm trying to do work, it's gonna say, well, stop, you're not working anymore. You're gonna get some food. Uh, and I think a lot of people are like that. And the truth is most fitness advice is aimed at this majority of the population. People who love eating, they love the social aspects of food, they love feeling full, and they have to learn to balance their enthusiasm for food with their desire to be trim and healthy. And that's what we spend a lot of time working on both in this podcast and in Kenzai in general. But today we're not talking about those people, we're talking about the indifferent eaters. These are people that view food as a chore almost, that their bodies foist upon them every few hours. The fact that there are people out there that have different levels of food enjoyment isn't a surprise. We see the same range in all kinds of human activities. Some people aren't really into sex, while others are nymphomaniacs. Some people are naturally gifted with numbers, others with words, and others are natural athletes. We all have a mixed bag of mental and physical preferences. And of course, you mix it in with our culture and our environment and our own personal history. And that's what makes you. It makes you the kind of person who likes the kind of things you do. There's nothing wrong with being indifferent to food but there's a lot of misunderstanding between the two sides of that spectrum and i'm going to clear it up today the main issue is that people who are indifferent to food are usually slim lithe the ectomorphic body type if you know your somatypes. in our current culture being thin is a really highly sought out characteristic especially for women So these 10% of people that are naturally lean, they get a lot of attention. They become actors, they become models and spokespeople at a much higher percentage than the rest of us. And so naturally, they get a lot of questions about what they're doing. What's your secret? Tell us what you do to stay so lean. But when you ask someone like this what their secret is, they're usually puzzled. They say there's no secret. I eat whatever I want. Yesterday I had a whole tub of ice cream. I eat pizza all the time." And this of course sends us into conniption fits, the rest of us. That this super race of slim, thin people can somehow eat whatever they want and pay no price for it. It's just not fair! And then we start blaming things like metabolism and, and DNA and all that stuff. Now there are physical differences that can lead one person to add less body fat per calorie than another. That does exist, and the science of that is coming along quite nicely. A lot of it has to do with your gut biome, and just things like the length of your intestines can affect how much energy you're getting from the food you are. But that's all actually pretty marginal, and doesn't explain the huge difference in body shapes from someone who's naturally lean to someone who's naturally heavy. The biggest difference between skinny people and fat people is that skinny people are simply eating less. It's true, I promise it's true. If you spend a day with one of these people that say, I can eat anything, I ate some ice cream yesterday, spend a day with them, you'll notice that they actually are quite indifferent to food. They may have eaten that ice cream, but they also forgot to eat lunch that day. And for breakfast, they only had half a bagel and some raisins. They're not magically disappearing calories out into the ether. The truth is they're missing significant food intakes throughout the day. This isn't because they're on a diet, or they're anorexic, which is the opposite of indifference. They just don't think about eating all that much. They don't do it all that often, and when they do, they usually eat smaller portions than the rest of us. So when you ask people like this what they eat, they think back to the few times they did eat, and they present a very slanted view of the food items. They'll highlight the burgers and the ice cream and the pizza, but they won't tell you about all the missed meals or the meals where they barely ate anything. No one is cheating the laws of thermodynamics. No one has an incredibly fast metabolism. The main difference between slim people and the rest of us is that they are simply not as hung up on the pleasurableness of food and so they eat less of it. So these indifferent eaters, they get to enjoy being slim without much effort, which is nice, but they have their own set of problems that most people never consider. Try to understand the world through their eyes. Think about it, if you're not really into food, you spend a lot of day hearing about a topic that's pretty dull to you. It's like being the only person in the office who's not obsessed with sports and having to feign interest in the results of last night's game just to fit in. It's tiring spending half an hour debating lunch choices when you'd be fine with a ham sandwich. These people, when they forget to eat, they don't recognize how much of their focus and decision making can suffer. A lot of these indifferent eaters are working in an impaired state without even realizing it, because they've just missed so many food inputs in they day. And despite not looking fat, people who don't eat regularly pay for it in performance, and by this I mean they have poor muscle tone, they have low endurance, and they often feel quite weak compared to their burly, food-loving counterparts. And when they try to put on muscle, they have to work twice as hard as other people to get smaller gains. These naturally skinny people also have their grass is greener on the other side kind of issues. So guys, they can't get as muscly as they want, and women can't get the curves they crave. This causes just as much unhappiness for them as all the excess body fat causes for us on the other side of the fence. And the single hardest part of being one of these different eaters is that they get zero social encouragement when they try to improve their health. When they want to get on a diet or get in shape or start improving their bodies, they'll get statements like, Oh, you're so skinny. Why are you working out? Or, you're trying to eat more often? I wish I had that problem. I know what I'm saying. And why are you eating that salad? You need to put some meat in your bones. You know, I've seen having good friends who are like this, I see that they suffer under these comments. uh, And it really sets them back. As they train and they get in great shape, they don't get the high fives and the congratulations to someone who lost a lot of body fat and they do feel stronger and they do look better but the average person can't see much of a difference especially with clothes on so this gives them a, a real lack of external validation and it makes it tough for them to stay motivated so when you see someone who's gone from skinny to looking filled out and toned up you have to understand how internally strong they had to be to get there they weren't getting all the encouragement that other people get when they lose body fat they had to push against that tide against all these comments and work hard So give them a lot of respect for that. So we all have something to take from this podcast. Those of us that love food, love thinking about food and eat too much of it, myself included, we need to uh, take a step back and realize that food is there to fuel our bodies. Not every meal has to be an amazing gourmand experience and that often we're eating way too much for what our body needs. We have to either spend time exercising it off or live in a larger body than we need. Both of those are bad things to do we can nip it at the bud by eating less to begin with. For the 10% of people listening to this who are the indifferent eaters, who forget your lunch, who are running always on fumes, I want you to know, one, we understand, we feel your pain, you're not alone, and that we really appreciate the efforts that you do put in to improve your body. And we know that you're not getting a free ride. Part of becoming a truly fit person is this self-evaluation process, where you look at what kind of body type do I have? What kind of mental state am I operating with? If you find yourself completely indifferent to food, you gotta find a schedule. You need to find a system that reminds you to eat healthy food at certain intervals. And after a few weeks of that, you're gonna find it comes a little more second nature. For the rest of us, the majority of us who are dealing with eating too much, we have to work on systems that allow us to eat enough food to be satiated when not blowing up our caloric budget. If you like this podcast, you're going to love the Kinzai program. We have them launching every single month. kinza.com sign up today. I'll see you next week on Welcome to Your Body.